Welcome to the Veyance podcast where Cass is currently eating up Hot Pocket. Today we discuss such topics such as cryptids and (laughs) cryptids, uh, Cass eating a Hot Pocket, Mary Bellinu. No, the unknown legend, Julie Dobony. The unknown legend, Julie Dobony. Dobony. I'm doing it just okay. Well, I know. The uh, time in this hot pocket is different. Oh, is this Cass? It's very unprofessional. This podcast isn't just about your hot pocket. I don't know. And did you start recording? Of course, I've started recording. <laughs> I started recording when we were talking about how Gardella is a stinky boy. That's not, don't worry, that's not gonna be easy. I can I can edit the footage anyway. Um We have the um Shane and Ryan vibes from BuzzFeed Unsolved. That that's immaculate. The vibes are immaculate. Did you want to flip a coin to see who goes first? Yeah, let's flip a D two. I'll flip a D two. Alright, how'd you <laughs> uh, I already flipped it. So uh and oh, I haven't well, looked I at have it. A cool poker chip with Superman. Okay, fine. Then I'll do Schmeds. Okay. So the more detailed one is heads. I guess so. Okay, ready? You said heads? Yeah. It's heads. Oh, fuck yeah. So my segment for today was on the great cryptid known as a hide-behind which I don't know if you know what hide-behinds are, but I was originally going to do a... Only uh, vaguely from Gravity Falls. Oh, the deer in Gravity Falls. I actually... I haven't watched that. Oh, that's pretty good. You should watch it. I want to. Anyway. Uh, so, I'm Get guessing... Steven Universe could run. Hmm? Oh, yeah. De- walk so Steven Universe could run. Definitely. It sounds like it. Um... So, with hide-behinds, I'm guessing not in Gravity Falls. They didn't go over what a... They probably... Since it's a kid's show, they probably build it down a bit. Uh, from my understanding, from digging through the lore, the legends of all of it, they are basically the Lorax, but if you chop down a tree, they will, you know... Take out your knees. Exactly. They'll take out your knees, but they'll take out more than your knees. They'll kill you and eat like- you. Yes. They'll like, cannibalize. They will literally. I am the Lorax. I speak for the trees. You mess with my home, I'll destroy your knees. Something like that. That's basically the hide behind. Uh, I believe they were found originally up in the woody area. They're up. They're usually in woody areas and would like go after, like Massachusetts and other places. But they would go after. Uh, lumberjacks who would be going to the forest and would go down specifically to cut down trees and doing so would anger the hide behind to the point where they would just come out murder the fuckers and then eat them and cook them over a fire but I, I, should, we put in a la- should we have put a language warning in the beginning uh, it's fine he doesn't mind okay um and uh well with the hide behind, they're uh. With the hide behind and with all of their diets, I think they're one of my 
one of the coolest cryptids just because a lot of other things but also because i haven't heard about them until i started digging through and i thought they were really cool i didn't watch gravity falls but i guess but they're on there which is pretty much an entire show about hunting cryptids i think right it sort of starts out that way there's these journals and then like these two kids go on vacation well they get sent to like live with their great uncle one summer and it's like the great uncle's connection to the journals and then the like everything weird that's going on in the town is that where the cool. is that where the finally I have them all came from? It's like a kid's version of Welcome to Night Vale. Oh, that sounds pretty cool actually. Um Yeah, hide behinds are pretty cool. They've been around for a while. They're they're uh, described as these like giant fuzzy creatures that apparently if you look at them, they're so ugly that just by seeing them, uh you just die. Kind of like that episode of SpongeBob. They were the uh, the ugly duckling that was so ugly that everyone died. That was basically the hide behind. Bold of you to assume that I watched most of SpongeBob. And it was like one episode, in like season one. I forgot. I think no, the ugly barnacle. That's what it was. It was the ugly barnacle who was so ugly that everybody died. The end. That oh, was the that. Podcast. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that was that thing. That's basically the hide behind. Also, <laughs> they're just apparently described as being ugly. But they're also described as being these, like, giant fuzzy creatures. And I think ugliness is a trait, is a societal trait. I think that if you just don't, like, aren't, like, judgmental, I think you could vibe with the hide behind. Except there are things that are objectively ugly, like toe fungus. I don't think a hide behind has the face of toe fungus. But you, you never know. It could have a face of toe fungus. It could have a, you know, it, or it could actually have the face of Mitch McConnell in which I would probably just fall over and die. Because I, 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 we all know. Anyway. Uh, there are a lot of, could it just be, yeah, just, hopefully it doesn't have the chair creaking in the back. Hopefully it doesn't. I don't hear it. I'm glad. Thank you. Anyway, about that, um, the hide behinds diet also consists of vegetation, but when it finds it, it also consists of just people and things and uh, animals. Crunchy, 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 crunchy on them bones, indeed, indeed, Cass. Um, a lot of like the hide behind is pretty cool. I think. I like the hide behind. I think it's misunderstood, in fact. I think that I could get along with a hide behind. I think it's I an could. underrated cryptid. I think it's a very underrated cryptid. I think that I could live in the forest if I had to go primitive style. I would probably live in the forest. Or like rural Vermont. <laughs> if I had to live in Vermont, I would probably have to go and live with the hide behinds because I think they're, they're some good people. I think they're underrated. Everyone wants to go for the Sasquatchy and Bigfoot. No one wants to go for the hide behind. In Washington. I thought Sasquatch was like Pacific Northwest. Like the Pacific Northwest tree octopus, which I should totally cover next time. I thought I thought that I thought they were okay, I just learned I thought Sasquatch and Bigfoot were the same thing, but I guess not. 
and the Yeti is like a type of Sasquatch, I think. That's, mm. that's the whole thing. Anyway, we're getting... We can delve into that later. We can cover that later. Anyway, um, along with that, I think the hide-behinds in my trained experience of digging through articles and knowledge and listening to one episode of BuzzFeed Unsolved, I think the hide-behinds are some are a good creature. I think it's a good creature. I think it's I think it's good. I think it's just I think hmm? I think you should watch more BuzzFeed Unsolved. I think I should. But it's I very fun. I think I think the I think honestly with um but with the um hide behinds and shit. I don't know, Cass. Do you think you could live with a hide behind? Well, there's always the chance it would eat me, so probably not. I mean, as long as you don't cut down trees, you're fine. You're fine. True. You could make like a stick hut, or just make a house out of literally anything else. <laughs> you could make. Oh yeah, I forgot. Brick like is a material. Brick, brick is a material and that exists. <coughs> linoleum. <laughs> Concrete. Yeah. Glass. A glass house cast? That would never work. There's one in New Canaan. It's a tourist attraction. Well, luckily no one goes to New Canaan. <laughs> I live there. <laughs> That's what I said. I'm I just, there right now. I said what I said. <laughs> okay. Anyway. In my, uh, I think the hide behinds are, I think hide behinds are pretty cool. I think they're pretty cool. I think we should have a cryptid judging scale. I, oh, really? A cryptid judging scale, you say? Yeah. Like a one to ten kind of thing. I think we should have it too. How many, uh, Mothman fuckers and How many spooky points? Oh. Oh, how many spooky points? How many spooky points of this? I'm gonna give the hide behind a seven spooky point. Out of ten spooky points. Solid number to start off with. It's it's pretty solid. It's an average number. I think I think eventually I think I I might want to cover a cryptid that's just kind of awful. Maybe I'll cover a kappa, but I don't think they're that awful. You have to like throw. That's a whole other thing. That's a whole other thing. I think we should, but I think I rate it seven. Don't worry, I will be able to find an awful cryptid for you. Awesome, thank you. I think I rate this seven spooky points out of ten. What do you rate it, Cass? I'm gonna give it a solid five and a half, maybe a six. That's some low ratings. Well, it's the first one. We can always get spookier from here. That's true. We haven't even covered Mothman. We haven't even covered. Or talked about we haven't or even covered Arizona the Arizona demon thing. Or the Jersey Devil. Or Blucifer. Now that's interesting. <laughs> now that's one I want to talk about. That seems cool. Yeah. And I... of course, the Fresno Walkers. Oh, I we need to talk because about the They're so cute. We have to talk about the Fresno Walkers. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, uh with this, I wanted to pass it over. I think you want, had a little segment thingy that you wanted to do, didn't you? I do have a segment. Should we have, like, a name for the segment? Uh, it's time for Cass's 
spooky. It's time for Cass's gay person. It's a gaze into history. It's a gay. It's time for Cass's gaze into history. Take it away, Cass. Awesome. So today's gaze into history is focused on the legendary French opera singer Julie Dobney. Not a lot of people have heard about her, which is surprising considering all of the things she did. Not a lot of people like me. <laughs> which make which would probably make her very relevant for today. It seems very relevant. Uh, Julie Dobney was born in sixteen seventy three. To the uh, her father was the secretary to a count who was also in charge of King Louis the Fourteenth horses. Horse so girl. she started out on the fringes of high society because her dad worked for a guy who was in charge of the king's horses, and she was 33 when she died. Or did she die? Good question. Did she? Oh, now you're getting into it. I'm getting into it. Uh, she was married to Sir de Maupin of Saint-Germain-en-Laye when she was 14. So, child bride and raised her status in the French aristocracy and gave her the title of La Maupin. Hmm. Um, she was known in France at the time for having a, an exuberant wildness about her. And many surviving of the stories, or many surviving stories of her escapades more, seem more unbelievable than not. Really? But, yes. She was taught to fence at a young age by her father and a fencing instructor alongside the court pages, which were entirely boys. Uh. And when she was learning how to fence, she discovered her love for cross-dressing, or dressing in drag, whatever you want to call it. Oh, fuck Dressing yeah. in male fashion. Like, wearing pants. Oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, she was married at 14 to the... Sarah de Maupin. She ended up running away with her fencing instructor after he was going to be arrested and they became traveling performers on the way to Marseille, having a short-lived affair. Oh. She uh, afterwards was on the run from the law herself after killing three men and wounding at least ten in illegal duels. Holy shit. But she or, uh, she earned the royal pardon from the, uh, Louis XIV, a.k.a. the Sun King, twice because she was a woman and the anti-dueling laws were written in such a way that they could only convict men of dueling. So basically, she got off on a gender technicality. Now that is... Uh, she was a proficient oh. opera singer as well. And, of course, a woman who gets the royal pardon twice for killing three and wounding at least ten men in duels has to be dramatic, as an ex-lover deemed her too dramatic for his taste after she stabbed herself on stage with a dagger, and he offered her 40,000 francs to leave him alone. 
And in today's money, that would be... I'm gonna Google that really quickly, because I didn't Google it before. Holy shit. This is... holy shit. Wow. It gets weirder. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for it to get even weirder than it already has. A traveling straight cross-dressing trio. So 40,000 francs in today's money is almost $45,000. Holy shit. Oh my god. Holy shit. Wow. So in the 1700s... Dude was fucking loaded as shit. Wow. In the eight, so in 1880, a franc was worth about $340. So... I had a really good economy, wow. times 40,000 is... That's a whole lot. That is a lot of money. I mean, we were talking about the French aristocracy. Yes, we were talking about the French aristocracy. I'm going to give you the number to look at because that is a lot of zeros and my brain is just not processing that. That would... Oh, Jesus Christ. That I'm going to edit it so I can put in the commas. Three... A hundred and thirty-six... No, 136 million? No. No, 13 million 600... Oh my Jesus Christ. 13 million dollars in today's currency. So she was offered so over... really wanted her gone. She was, she was offered over 13 million dollars Almost to fuck off. Almost million dollars to leave her ex-lover alone. <laughs> Holy shit. She stabbed herself on stage. I mean, that sounds there like was, another Friday uh, night for me. Oh, she was also rather feisty and threatened to shoot the Duchess of Luxembourg. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was at a party. I don't have that in my notes. But there was one incident she really couldn't talk her way out of when she just seduced a merchant's daughter because, surprise, she's bisexual. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. That's incredible. She seduced a merchant's daughter who was sent to a convent to keep them apart, but she snuck into her lover's room with the corpse of a nun who had died and burned down the convent in order to escape with her lover. I gotta say I'm gonna that's... let that sink in. That's... The... I... <laughs> That's pretty cool, actually. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not pretty. It's a little bit cool. It's, it's pretty. It's pretty cool. No, it's, it's pretty, pretty cool. Dope. It's pretty. It's pretty cool. That's just like honestly, if they were sent to convent and then they snuck in together to to be together, that's pretty. She snuck in to be with her lover. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But she also snuck in the corpse of a nun. Where did she get? The corpse. <laughs> I mean, these bitches are old, and she probably had it coming, knowing that this was the time, and also she was a Catholic nun. She probably had it coming. You know, I I'm never just... said Catholic nun. I just said convent. I'm just gonna say this nun probably had it coming, knowing knowing this beautiful woman, this amazing, incredible by goddess, d for as a theme for the dramatic. 
I, I'm going to say there's a possibility she had it coming, but also might have just been in her way. True, but I think the nun was already dead when she got there. <laughs> she brought it as a... Speaking a, of dead... Speaking Julie of Dobbany did not get a marked grave, and there's only a couple surviving historical sources about Julie Dobbany regarding her death. It says they... Uh, all the sources say that she died in a convent, but nobody really knows where she was buried, but she was buried with her sword and the dagger she stabbed herself with on stage. Now that is a woman I love. That is amazing. A sword and yeah. a dagger. A sword by. A sword by and a dagger that they stabbed themselves with by. You're I'm gonna... Hold on one second. Aw, oh, man. I guess it's time for my segment. My segment being... What did I find on Amazon today? Well, today on Amazon... Okay, I'm back. Oh. Hello. I guess we'll never know. <laughs> what did you buy on Amazon today? My virginity back. Oh, <laughs> oh no. I got it. I thought geez. we were going to do, we do a point. Are we well, going to do points for Julie Domini? I want to I make a scale. I want to make a gay scale, and I want to make it a... On one end, it's on super duper. From, on a scale from honey, that's not it, to Yas Queen. On a scale of honey, that's not it, to Yas Queen. I'm going to put her all the way at the end of Yas Queen because, like, what a pog woman. Like, what an amazing woman. Like, Absolute le literal legend. Literal fucking legend. Icon. Like the song Icon. Anyway. Fucking what a goddamn roller coaster. Not only. Oh my god. And all of that was accomplished in about 19 years. She got married at 14 and died at 33. That is even more incredible. 19 years, you stab yourself, get into a legal kill duel, three men, kill three men, wound 10. Wound 10. More. Run away with your ex-lover. Cheat on your husband. Cheat on your husband. With your fencing instructor. With your fencing instructor. Become a traveling performer. Yep. Get the royal pardon from the king of France twice. twice. It's like that um that meme with the guy and he's he's like I got a permit and it just says I do what I want. Oh uh, yeah, Ron Ron Swanson the the one yeah the like the. That one, yeah, it's okay. I've got a permit. I do what I. It just says I do what I want. Yeah, so she was like loaded and really chaotic. That sounds amazing. Honestly, that sounds like that's incredible. What an amazing, incredible story. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna rate this a Yas Queen. I'm gonna put her on the gay scale. From not Wait, that's should we not. Do a Snapple fact at the end of the episode. Absolutely, we should do a Snapple fact. What is your? We have a bucket of Snapple facts. What is oh, our Snapple? And we are snapple ending. Back on... the day. Let me get the bucket. In one second, and now it's time for our segment, the last segment, which is Snapple Cap Fact of the Day. Is a paper stuck to my foot? Okay. Cass has a paper stuck to their foot. Okay. Do do do. Ah, oh, shifting through the bucket. What will we get? Bucket time, bucket time. What will we get? 
A housefly hums in the key of F. I think I learned about that in uh, the Sherlock Holmes movie with Robert Downey Jr. I never actually watched that one. Oh. I should, but like I didn't. <laughs> well, this has been Snapple Facts with me. This has been Snapple Facts with Kath, and this has been Theonk with Kath and Winter. Thank you very much for listening. Tune in next time for more chaotic energy. Tune in next time for more cryptids and gay shit. Mm-hmm. Until then, cryptidos and... Stay fresh, cheese bags. Stay fresh, cheese bags.